Shalom, shalom, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of the Pulse of Israel, Israel at War updates here in our beautiful, ancestral, biblical, and very dark Judean hills. All right, getting ready for another uh, night shift very soon. In the meantime, just going to give you a, a quick update on the war effort and then everything else going on um, connected to our reality today, our new reality today. Wake up. Of reality today. First of all, in terms of the war effort, so again, we are continuing to fight in Gaza. We are continuing to um, defend ourselves and kill Hezbollah terrorists in the north as they start continue to shoot on us. And it's insane because people up north, we're gonna. Uh, the fighting is continuing in Gaza. Unfortunately, some soldiers' lives are still being lost. It's fighting. It's a war, but we are making headway in Gaza, despite the insanity, the evil insanity of, of the Biden administration that wants to give Gaza over to the other Nazi organization called the Palestinian Authority, but we'll get to that in a second. So going up north for a second, we had Nasrallah's, the head of the Hezbollah, he had his talk, his big announcement on Friday, where basically he said that he is not entering the war effort. Now, there's good news and bad news about Hezbollah announcing that it's not entering the war effort. First of all, do you trust the terrorists? Like, how much do you trust the terrorists? But let's say, he said he's not joining the war. Hezbollah, meaning Iran, has 100,000 rockets in Lebanon aimed all over Israel. You think they're never going to use them? No. They are going to use them. The question not is if the question isn't if they're going to use them, but when they will use them. So Israel always has to be prepared, and unfortunately, Hezbollah fighters are up to the border, up to the border fence, and you have Israelis who live on the northern border now understanding this new reality that Hamas attacked and infiltrated in the middle of the night and the early morning and massacred Jews next to the Gaza border. So all northern residents, they don't want to move up north until the Hezbollah threat is taken care of. So with Nasrallah announcing that Hezbollah is not joining the war, well, all these people up north, they're like, wait a second, we don't want to, don't want to go up north and live there anymore until Israel takes care of the Hezbollah threat on the northern border. And again, back in the year 2006, Israel's second Lebanon war, and I was part of that second Lebanon war, and I remember the, and I remember the ceasefire, and I said the ceasefire is horrendous, it's gonna, it's gonna stop Israel from being able to defend ourselves, and it's gonna allow Hezbollah and Iran to build up a major army that's gonna be an even bigger threat against Israel, and guess what? I said that back in 2006, that's the exact situation today, and basically we're all waiting for when war will break out on the northern border so we can finally get rid of that genocidal threat of Hezbollah and Iran up on the northern border, which is Lebanon and Syria, so that our Israeli citizens who live up north can live peacefully up north without going to bed with the fear that they might be attacked uh, like Hamas attacked uh, down south, right? So this, so it's an insane reality that we're in that the situation cannot continue as normal with Hezbollah being on the northern border with hundreds of thousands of rockets aimed to destroy all of Israel. In any case, 
As of right now, war effort is continuing, mostly focused down south in the Gaza Strip, and we're continuing continuing to kill their terrorists and destroy homes and destroy areas of the uh, that hopefully we, the Jewish people in the state of Israel, are going to move in there despite the desire of the evil Biden administration plan of handing over the Gaza Strip to the Nazi-oriented Palestinian Authority. So that's for the war effort. Now I want to give you the tale of two different articles because I was just recently interviewed for two different articles. One was the Washington Post and one was for another publication called Mother Jones. All right, it's a DC based publication. Let's start with the Washington Post article. What a hit piece. Horrendous, horrendous hit piece. The Washington Post journalist came to us to interview us about understanding how we, um, rapid response security teams in Judea and Samaria, are preparing to defend ourselves here in Judea and Samaria. Sounds innocent, right? Sounds good, right? Well, I knew it was going to be a hit piece. Just waiting to find out what kind of hit piece it was going to be. So in the end, they did not quote me in the article. They quoted other people. But what was the title of the article? It was basically... Um, focused on the growing settler violence in the West Bank in Judea and Samaria. Hmm. She told us, the reporter, when she was the journalist, when she was interviewing us, what's going on? What's the situation? Do you guys feel you're, you're, you're prepared? Do you feel like you're able to defend yourselves? Why do you feel you have to defend yourselves? What's the situation? Those are the questions she was asking us when she interviewed us. And then the article is basically a hit piece trashing Israel, trashing Israelis, trashing us settlers as us being the ones responsible for the growing violence taking place today. You see the agenda? The agenda is the U.S. media, the U.S. mainstream media, together with the Biden administration, are trying to paint a false picture of the settlers being violent so that then they can come riding in on the white horse saying, we have the solution, the Palestinian Authority must have their own state, the two-state solution, we must establish a state of Palestine, and Gaza is going to be part of, the, a part of this state of Palestine. That is what's going on, and the establishment media is playing along with these lies and defamation and delegitimization. 1,400, 1,500 Jews were just massacred, mutilated, burned, decapitated. And the Biden administration is running U.S. establishment media to focus on us settlers being violent? All we're doing is trying to defend ourselves and the horrendous, horrendous manipulation and lies of the establishment media is pushing this false narrative to make the whole world think that it's us Jewish settlers in Judea and Samaria who are the problem. It's insane and it's evil. So then that's that's article number one. Then let's go to article number two. Anyone who's been on top of U.S. politics knows that finally the Republican Party uh, elected a Speaker of the House, uh, Congressman Mike Johnson. Now, I personally know Mike Johnson. I personally have uh, led two uh, trips to Israel that included Congressman Mike Johnson. I know him personally from those trips. I met him in his DC office. I interviewed him in his DC office just recently last March. And I interviewed him when he was calling out how it's horrible that the US taxpayer money is going to fund the UNRWA, which educates to hating and killing Jews. So tax, US taxpayer money should stop going to UNRWA, right? I have that on video from 
today's Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson. Okay, so this um, uh, this publication found out that I was involved together with my one of the projects I work on as part of my uh, work is called the Yes Israel Project. And that's about strengthening the connection between American politicians and Israeli politicians in Israel and getting the truth about Israel, the, polit the inspiring politically incorrect truth, Judea and Samaria, the truth about living together with the Arabs, the truth about U.S. money going to support terrorism and, and educating hatred, etc., etc., right? So that's the project I, uh, I'm involved in. So this Mother Jones article contacted me. I wasn't able to be interviewed because I'm here in the middle of uh, IDF reserve duty, but they ended up writing a hit piece anyway, trying to tarnish and delegitimize Speaker of the House Mike Johnson by calling out his affiliation with me, a fanatic extremist right-wing settler, right? That's what I'm called in this Mother Jones article, an extremist right-wing settler because I believe in the Jewish people rebuilding our temple on the Temple Mount, because I believe in the Jewish people's rights to, to live and build in Judea and Samaria. So they, they, they're, the, the U.S. publication, the D.C. left-wing publications, are trying to trash America's new Speaker of the House by me, by using me. Because I'm that right-wing extremist. So and Mike Johnson is affiliated with me. So he must be a right-wing extremist. Folks, you should be so happy and so blessed knowing that Mike Johnson is Speaker of the House. He is an amazing person. I know him personally. First of all, he is a family man. I know his wife. They were, she was here together with him in Israel. Uh, he has a deep, deep love for America and the American people, a deep love for the Bible. He's a religious man, a deep love for the Jewish state of Israel and the truth about the Jewish state of Israel. America is very, very blessed that, that Congressman Mike Johnson right now is Speaker of the House. And we, humanity all over the world, and especially us in Israel, we are blessed as well. Hopefully he will do good things while trying to fight off the horrendous, horrendous policies of the Biden administration. Anyway, so those are the tale of the two different articles that I was recently contacted about or, or interviewed for about what's going on today. All right. Now I want to touch upon what just happened over the weekend in America, in Washington, D.C., in cities across America and in around the world. You had massive, massive Muslim and progressive rallies in support of genocide against the Jews. That, that's what's going on. Do you, do you understand the sickness? The sickness is hundreds of thousands, millions of people were out protesting in support of killing Jews, in support of Hamas, screaming from the river to the, to the sea of Palestine will be free, which means the destruction of Israel and getting rid of all Jews in Israel. Told nothing more racist, anti-Semitic than that. And here, this is what's going on around the world. The growing of this Jew-hating, genocidal movement that supports Jews being attacked and killed. That's what's going on in the world today. And it was a massive rally protest in, in D.C. And it's all over the world. When are people going to wake up? And it's not just about the Jews. Because they're going to go after all the infidels because that's what Islam does. Islam is out to conquer the world. And take over everyone and subjugate all infidels. That's Islam. Folks, start learning about Islam, what it's really about. There might be some Muslims out there and there might be some Muslims who do not agree 
with the Islamic doctrine of jihad and taking over the world and subjugating everyone else. But that's what Islam is about. <laughs> it's not about peace. <laughs> it's about subjugating all of humanity to follow God in their way, according to Islam. So right now, the Jews are an easy target. Jews are always the canary in the coal mine. But everyone must wake up. It's going to be a disaster for America, for Canada, for Western European countries. It's going to be a disaster. A disaster for, all, for everybody. So everyone, wake up. And the saddest thing is the Jewish community. Because the Jewish community in America, they're totally asleep at the wheel. They have no leadership. They don't understand what's going on. For decades, the Jewish organizational world has been working on creating allies, right? Allies with all the progressive movements and all the progressive organizations and all the Muslim organizations. And I called this out back in the 1990s. Back in 1997, I was living in New York City and I remember there was a Jewish publication, I think it was the Jewish Week, and they wrote an article celebrating how wonderful it is how all the Jewish organizations were helping the Muslim organizations uh, set themselves up, know how to work with government, with local government, with national government in order to allow for the successful integration of the Islamic community in America, all the Muslim immigrants from all over from the Middle East integrate into America. So it's a whole article celebrating the Jewish organizations helping the Muslim organizations get set up and oriented in America to succeed. And I wrote an art, a letter to the editor. This is 1997. And I said, this is insane. The Jewish American community is burying its own grave. Look at what's happening in Europe. This is in 1997. Like, look what's happening in Europe. The Muslims are destroying Europe. It was clear already in the 1990s that the massive Muslim immigration was destroying Europe. And I said, you are now going to help the Muslim organizations in America destroy America and therefore destroy and be a danger to American Jewry? That is insane. But... Jewish organizations, Jewish organizational leaders were blind to reality, blind to the reality of the danger that this massive Muslim migration would do to America, do to American Jewry, and they gladly helped the Muslim organizations basically create a monster, a Trojan horse within America. And now American organizations are left alone because after all those years of helping Muslim organizations, now those Muslim organizations are supporting the genocide of Jews, are supporting Hamas, are supporting from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Where are all the Jewish organizational leaders doing an al khait saying, oh my God, we made a mistake. We should not have worked with these Muslim organizations. We should not have allied with these Muslim organizations. Where are all the progressive organizations standing up by their Jewish brothers, right? The Jews are always there for all the progressive movements. BLM, climate change, whatever, this, that, the other thing. It's always the Jews out in the forefront saying, oh, we are allies with all these progressive movements. Where are all those progressive movements today? They're not standing up for the Jews. They're not standing up against the growing Jew hatred in America in the name of a fake cause called Palestine, which is all the biggest Jew-hating global movement ever. Jewish organizations are alone. Jewish organizational leaders are now alone. But I have not yet heard them say, oh my God, we made a mistake. Oh my God, we're alone. And all these alliances we developed over the years with the progressive movements and progressive organizations, 
the LGBTs, right? No, LGBTs are for, for Palestine or for Hamas where they'd be killed, right? The, the, this cognitive dissonance, the insanity of it all is just hard to comprehend. You have all these progressives. They'd be the first ones killed. But here's the thing about Muslims. Muslims come to other countries. They come to Western countries. And when they're a minority, they are demanding minority rights. Guess what? Once they're no longer a minority, then they take away minority rights for everyone else because they are the majority. And Islam's about subjugating everyone to the laws of Islam. And Westerners can't comprehend this. They don't know Islam. They have no clue the tsunami that's coming to eat them up alive. And the first ones who are going to be eaten up are the peace-loving, tolerant progressives. They're going to be eaten up alive by the growing Muslim monster in America, just like what they're doing in Europe today. And the Jews too, the progressive Jews are going to be the first ones. So, and it's, and it's sad because uh, there's so many Jews who are disconnected from they're not only disconnected from understanding that reality, they're disconnected from understanding the reality of the Jewish people today and what we're going through in Israel. I mean, I've been in touch with some, with some American Jews and they're just so disconnected. They're like, like I'm, I'm so thankful for all of you, all, everyone, all of you who follow me, wherever, on social media, you follow me on my Pulse of Israel videos and podcasts. You guys understand. You guys follow me because you care about Israel. You care about the Jewish people. You have a, a basic, uh, at least a basic understanding, if not a more deeper understanding of the reality, the reality of the world, the reality of the beauty that the Jewish people give over to humanity and then the dangers we have today. But there are so many Jews, even with Jewish religious upbringings, that today they're just so disconnected. They're like, oh, how are you doing? And they're like, oh, well, we're at war and, and uh, our son's in the army and I'm in the army and we're mourning. And they're like, oh, oh, so sorry to hear. Well, I was just at a concert the other night. It's like, well, wait, wait a second. What? Like, wait, what, 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 why are you going telling me about the wonderful concert you went to and, and totally ignoring the reality that your people, you're, you're reaching out to me, a friend in Israel, and you're part of the Jewish people experience, and yet you're so disconnected from reality and, and what we're experiencing as a people, and just going on with your regular life disconnected. It is so sad that, that there are Jews like that right now. There are those who are disconnected, and there are those who are actually tearing down the posters of kidnapped children's faces that are being put up all over the place. I mean, there are plenty of anti-Israel non-Jews doing that, but there, there are Jews doing that. Because their identity is so tied up with their anti-Israel, anti-religious aspect that they're anti. They're anti-Jewish people, even though they're Jews. Like, I'm as a Jew, as a Jew, I'm against this. As a Jew, Israel did this. As a Jew, Israel shouldn't bomb Gaza because children are being killed in Gaza. Right? As a Jew, as a Jew, as a Jew. They're not Jews. I mean, they're, they're Jewish. They're born Jews but they've disconnected themselves from the Jewish people. They can do tshuva. They can repent and come back, and hopefully some of them will. But at the moment, their actions of tearing down signs and, of, and going to the protests that are supporting Hamas and supporting screaming from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, which means the destruction of the Jewish state of Israel and throwing us all to the sea. When you have Jews doing that, they're, they're, it's so sad. It's just so sad. All right, go on to the positive. 
the positive is this. The positive is all these lights here in Judea and Samaria of Jewish communities and cars and how we're growing and developing and standing strong for ourselves because guys, this is the answer. This is the answer, all right? This we need. This is my M16. This is my gun. This is the Jewish people standing up to defend ourselves with guns. That's the answer. And we have to be proud in standing up and defending ourselves and having guns to defend ourselves. And even though we always say never again, never again, never again, guess what? The Jewish world allowed it to happen again. For 30 years, me and my friends have been screaming against the anti-Semitic lie called Palestine. There is no people called Palestinians. There is no people that has a right to the Jewish land. It's the Jewish land. It's all a lie. And you have so many Jews that they might say never again. And they might put some importance on Holocaust education. But they allowed Holocaust Nazi education to take place in their name with their money anyone who supports the two-state solution any jew who supports uh visiting the palestinian authority or giving over power to the palestinian authority any jew who supports biden and does not come out clearly and loudly against his genocidal plan to hand gaza over to the palestinian authority and create a state called palestine any jew who supports that you're supporting genocide you're supporting anti-semitism yes jews Jews who support Biden, Jews who, who are not willing to say that, his, that the Palestinian Authority is Nazi ISIS just like Hamas. If you're a Jew and you don't say that, you are supporting anti-Semitism. If you are silent about the United States government giving taxpayer money to UNRWA, to the United Nations that educates children to hate Jews and to kill Jews, you are supporting anti-Semitism. You, 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 you support Biden pushing the Palestinian Authority to create a state called Palestine. You, a Jew, are, are supporting anti-Semitism. And they've been doing this for 30 years, ever since Oslo. And I've been screaming to the heavens trying to provide the truth for everyone. Those who know the truth, those who want to know, the, who want to learn the truth, those who are waking up to the truth today, God bless you because the future is up to us. The people who ignore the truth, the people who are still stuck in their conceptions due to their really immoral, regressive, not progressive, regressive thinking of values of the world they've given up on the future their future is gone they're, they're they're leading to the destruction of humanity and their own lives and the lives of their children and grandchildren those people who stand strongly for the jewish people and the jewish state of israel and for true morality and for the morality that that includes getting rid of evil not tolerating evil not letting evil exist next to you not giving money to evil not letting evil kill you, but really understanding you, that part of understanding that there's good in the world is our role to get rid of evil. The future is going to be bright for us. And for all those people, strengthen your faith. The Jewish people have come alive. We are standing up for ourselves. And that's why I believe here, the Jewish people in Israel, we will, we will succeed in pushing off the pressure of the evil Biden two-state plan 
of creating a Palestinian state and handing over Gaza to the Nazi ISIS Palestinian Authority. We're going to succeed. Are you going to help us? That's the question. Are you going to help stand up for the truth in calling out the Palestinian Authority as being just uh, as just a genocidal organization as Hamas and ISIS so that we can have more people standing up against the evil Biden plan? Are you going to help us be vocal in calling out those truths? Because the Jewish people in Israel, we're going to succeed in pushing it off. And our future is bright and might still be painful. We're going to still lose some soldiers. There might be more terror attacks, but we're going to succeed. The Jewish people have come alive. We are the Lion of Judah and we're in our homeland. And we're going to build this up to be the best and most amazing Jewish homeland to be a light to the nations and for true morality to take its place in the seat of history and replace the evil immorality that has spread in the Western world under the guise of pr progress, progressivism, intolerance, and inclus inclusivity, and all those words that have been misused and abused by the cultural political lefts. So the future is bright and it's up to us sticking to the truth and stick with me for the truth and stick with true, true faith in the one above. He's got our backs and he's waiting for us to stick with morality and truth. All right, everyone, gotta go. Signing off for another episode of the Pulse of Israel here in our eternal and ancestral homeland, the land of Israel and our beautiful biblical and beautiful, beautiful, biblical, eternal, ancestral, and indigenous Judean hills and the land of Israel. If you are not yet a subscriber for my Pulse of Israel videos, go to pulseofisrael.com and click to subscribe. And if you like this video and want to help us get it seen by many more people, just go to pulseofisrael.com and click on the donate button so we can have the funds necessary to help promote the video to be seen by many more people. Shalom, shalom everyone.